When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hi guys, welcome to the Full-Time Devils podcast. This is Full-Time Devils and XS Manchester. Today, myself, Adam McCullough, is joined by Joe McGrath, my right hand Hello, man. how are we all doing? Are we okay? You all right, Joe? Yeah, very, very well. Good show today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It has been an absolutely amazing show. We had some great calls coming in and some equally amazing guests. We have got the regular Mr. Webby in the house. Yeah, great show, lads. Enjoyed it as normal. <laughs> as, you, as you can see, Webby's, Webby's teeing up the show for you nicely there and getting you pumped for the show coming up. And of course, we've got Manchester football correspondent from the Times, Paul Hirsch, joining us as well. Paul, how are you doing? And did you enjoy your debut yeah, on the Full-Time Devils podcast? I was a bit nervous to start off with, but yeah, once I'd... Uh... You know, got a, got them through the first ten minutes. I think it was all right. It is a bit daunting sitting next to Webby, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he keeps giving me the evil eyes. I don't know. Wait till we get him in the press box. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might get kicked out quite quickly. <laughs> Before we get you know, started, we've gone by the way. We've got free food in the in the press. Oh, well, the food's go. terrible, don't we? It's, it's not as not as good. Before we get stuck into uh, the podcast and of course the phone calls from the fans as well, make sure you check out Sky Bets offers for you this weekend as well and don't forget you can tweet at request a bet and Skybet will price up your very own bet for this weekend's action 18 plus terms and conditions apply and gamble responsibly as well this is the Manchester Football Social full-time Devils takeover we're back full-time Devils fan phone in here on XS Manchester I am Adam McCullough today We've got an action-packed show for you. I'm joined by the deck to my aunt, Joe McGrath. How nice of you to say that. Thank you very much for, for coming back, Adam. You smashed it on your first show. Thought you did really, really well. I was going to say about your card, but I haven't I've been knocking back all the offers from the radio. Have you really? <laughs> I didn't want you. And I have to keep you by my side, Joe. Thank you. Thank so you. we are here again. I'm also, I'm also with Webby as well. You've just heard his weather report. Good evening, chaps. How are you doing, Webby? Yeah, I'm good. I'm well... Been better, but there you go. <laughs> and we've also got Manchester's football correspondent from the Times, the the great Paul Hurst. How are you doing, Paul? I'm good, Paul. thank you. Thanks for calling me a great. That's uh, 
Yeah, yeah. We, your five is in the post. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, I was hoping to get that. Get a little bit of a tip in on here. We all start the show smiley faces, by the way, haven't we? Yes, we have to. I know we have we're, we're kind of forgetting football, but we, have we to start smile, smiling. Don't we? we have to smile, don't we? Because when these calls come in, we're probably not going to be smiling. Now, before we get stuck into the show, don't forget you can tweet at request a bet. And Skybet will price up your very own bet for this weekend. 18 plus terms and conditions reply. Gamble responsibly. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you check out the link in the description below. Joel, can you tell them how the guys at home can call in? This is what you got to do. Give us a bell 0345 7625 If you give us a call now, you'll definitely get on by the end of the show. We've got a couple of callers that we'll get to soon. So don't worry if you're not old, we'll get to you. This is just, we'll get the, get the show started. Then we're going for you. Give us a call now. Uh, oh, there's a couple in Canada. Uh, make sure you get in touch. 0345 7625 and come and have your say. Have your say on everything that has gone down. And I said we've got an action-packed show for you. We are going to be speaking about so, so much. Paul Hurst has done an article recently in the Times which mentions Jose Mourinho has no intention of leaving Manchester United. So we'll be, of course, talking about that. Also covering the defeat at Brighton, whether United can bounce back against Spurs. That Woodward playing banner, another playing banner. Another banner. Another one. <laughs> we need, a, we need an official playing banner sponsor yeah. at Old Trafford. We should have a playing wings for Webber. <laughs> forget about it. If we could afford it. We are still doing hashtag wings for Webby. We're also speaking Mino Raiola against Paul Scholes and uh, Paul Pogba with the captain's armband. Um, loads to talk about this week. Now, Webby, um, I do know, before we go to the first call, now I've read one of the call titles, The Lad from Canada, and it says... After this weekend, he can't take any more of this. So he sounds like, you know, he's, he's in a bad place at the right, moment. Right. How are you feeling after We something? spoke about it off air. It wasn't great to watch. We all know that. It was, we got out fought by a team who, who were apparently odds on for relegation. But I think that is just going right over the top about, you know, where's all this stuff about Arsenal? And all these other teams, it's it, it's got to United because it's Manchester City. And yeah, but it's Manchester United. It doesn't matter that the press are going to build it up and build up and build up. It wasn't great to watch, you know. It was it was horrible to watch getting out fought by Brighton. It should never have happened. But we forget about that. We wipe ourselves down and we get ready for Monday night against Tottenham, and let's go from there. But I think it was a bit over the top, you know. Watching it on Sky, and then went to the game, and Sunes was loving it, and there was all. There was all loving it. And he was writing some of the points. He was saying, you know, we should have got older Brighton. Because if that was City, I'm afraid they would have gone down there three or four easy. Good night, God bless. Good good night, God bless. And what frustrated me was, the week before, we saw two strikers in Gray and Deeney give them an absolute horrible time. And then we go there with our multi-million attack and we can't... We can't make anything happen. Should we go to this first caller? Do you want to go to so the first caller, then? Right, so on the which one do you want? Do you want Z? I want to speak to this chap in Zuckman in Canada. Yeah, just sure. because of the how emotional it seems. Zuckman! Hello. Talk, hey, how, hey, Adam. How are you doing, man? I'm good, thank you. you. You don't sound like you're too well at the moment, mate. Yeah, and name is Zuckman. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's okay, man. How you doing yeah, then, mate? So what do you want to... Defeat, man. You say on your your notes that you can't take any more of this. Yeah, I'm watching like United playing since I was like a child, but now these days it's like so brutal to watch it. I can't watch it. It's like that basic football, just play to the back and then let, just hop it to the front and then whatever Lukaku can do, just let him do it. It's not United style. 
you're not happy with the style that we're playing at the moment. Um, do you feel yeah. now a lot of a lot of people have been arguing over who is responsible, the players, the manager, the players, the manager for this performance. Who do you feel was responsible for this performance? I think the Jose Mourinho strategy is like defensive all the time. We just score one goal and then sit at the back and then see what happens. It's not good. I think the problem is Eddie Carrington. If uh, Edward doesn't believe in Mourinho's uh, philosophy, he should have sacked him. Should have gone. Um, Thank you very much, Zuckman. Zuckman's line was playing up a little bit there. We'll go to you, Paul. What did you make of his, his comment there um, about Edward? Well, you know, if, if you give the manager a new, a new contract in January, two and a half years long, then the theory should be that you support him. That's a sign of support, isn't it? Or Gary Neville said it right, didn't he, on Monday night, saying that, you know, you give him a new contract, you're backing him. Why aren't you backing him in the uh, in transfer market? And obviously Woodward's kind of counterpoint to that is, you know, you've had 60 million to buy two new defenders over the last two years and, that you know, they're not, not performing, are they? But, you know... You know, that is that has annoyed Mourinho a lot, you know, and we were on mm-hmm. tour with him in America and honestly, from day one, it was just misery. It was complete misery and that spread to everyone. You talk to people who are in the hotel on tour and they were just like, this guy's mood is spreading everywhere. So, you know, that is, that's... Set Do you Mourinho. think the team then could be reflecting their manager at the moment? Well, would you want to, do you want to play for a guy who was always miserable around you? You know, that's, that's the kind of, that's the question that Woodward's got in his mind. Now, if this kind of mood, you know, permeates the rest of the squad, mm. everyone gets down, then, you know, what's the point in having him? If he doesn't want to be there, if he's not happy there, then you've got to make a change, haven't you? Is this situation, and this goes to everybody at home as well, and the callers that are about to call in, I'm sure there's loads of them. We've got Z's call coming through soon. Is this situation rescuable for Mourinho? Yeah, I think it is. You know, I don't think... The, we, we talked about it last week, obviously, we were disappointed with the transfer window. We knew what we wanted. The manager said what he wanted. And it never happened. But if you look at our squad, if everyone plays to their capability, it's not a bad squad, you know. It's a, you know. So, would, so is Woodward right then? I just think, obviously, he was looking at, obviously, no disrespect to Mr Maguire from Leicester, but if I give 18 million for him, I'd be in that canal now. <laughs> you know, he's not worth that. He, he had a de- decent-ish World Cup, but don't forget one of those games was against Kurz and Ashton. You know, when they won 8 1. <laughs> you know, you so don't let's get carried I would have looked mint in that team against them. Don't let's get carried away. But, but Toby Alderweireld is a clear improvement on all of the centre he, he is, but how good is he? He's been injured a lot. You know, he couldn't get in the top and see him. How good is he? He's 29. He's 29. I know he don't mean we, anything. We signed, I yeah, remember we signed a 29 year old in 2012 and it, it worked out. Did all right. you? Too bad. Oh. For a sticking plaster, it's good enough, but you know, if Woodward's thinking long term. Especially with the amount of youngsters we have in this team, though, I just feel like. Especially in the defence, you watch it. And uh, I can't remember who made the point, but they, they said Bay and Lindelof both look like they want to be the second man in the partnership. And we kind of just need someone to go in there and say, this is my defence, I'm leading it. And I feel like Alderweireld would have been a perfect choice. But again, that's not an excuse for the results or the performances that we are seeing. I, th- I think a lot of people got into the Brighton result because of some of the drafts they seen towards the end of last year when we were swapping and changing for the cup final. And they've just added that on in my eyes, you know, Massive game Monday night against the Tottenham team who we were playing good football, always play good football, you know, under, under Pochettino, but it's a game we can win. It's a game we've won for the last two years at Old Trafford, so bring it on. But Mourinho, you know, he's he's got to stay there. Whether he does, you know, only results will tell. You know, if it starts going bad and with so many points behind City and Liverpool, I think he'll walk. I think for me, looking at the centre-halves now, it's almost as if Mourinho's saying, you know, look, 
look at what I've got. You've given me Bay and Lindelof. You've told me these two are the future. You've not bought me a centre half for that. Or has Mourinho told them they are the future? When he bought them? I don't think anyone can look at Victor Lindelof and say he's the future of Manchester United. Really, can you? I so is that, is that, it's, a, it's not very cool. Is that Mourinho's fault uh, for signing him, though? Well, it's the fault of him for not bringing the best out of him. It's for the scouting department for not, you know, as he sold him a pup. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's almost if he's, as if he's Mourinho's throwing him out there and saying, look, this is what you're giving me and this is what the result is. You know, you can see three goals at Brighton. Yeah, no, mm. no, no disrespect. Obviously, the scouting system must be pretty bad because there's... That Portuguese league's like the Garden Sunday League, you know, there's three or four teams and the rest are useless. You know, so he's going to this outstanding... But he did look good in the World Cup for a few games, but he's... We need someone, like you said, we need a leader. Who's he about? Is he any leaders about? You know, we'd, we'd, we've never replaced Keno for me, you know, when it starts there, we've got no disrespect to Paul being captain. We need someone in the middle of that park who's going to give the lads a right rollicking when it goes wrong. And at that moment, I can't see anybody at the club who can do that. Unfortunately, this game doesn't have leaders like that anymore. But anyway, this is the fan phoning, and we are going to our second caller of the day. His name is Z. You're on the XS Manchester. Full-time Devils fan phoning. Z, talk to me. Yeah, I know what you said. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I'm just at uni. I had to make a phone call. I haven't like I couldn't get through last time. But uh, what I want to get through is I think it's a whole package that's going wrong. I think Mourinho is a bit uh, asked because if you look at the other side of Manchester, when uh, you've got defenders on defenders, so you've got they've got two right backs, they've got three, four centre backs, and it doesn't matter how much money they spend because we're Man United. It gets in the news and it gets all moody. Mourinho should have been allowed to bring in a defender. And at the same time, it made sense. Even though we defended well last season, it had to be a whole squad effort. It wasn't just the defence. If you put the defence the way it was last year and we played differently, we we wouldn't have finished second. I'm just saying, Mourinho obviously has got a a bad rep about him, but I'm just saying you can't just be him. The player's mood on the weekend was... I can feel the depression coming off the pitch. But then is that the manager's responsibility, um, Z, to to maintain the mood in the camp and Mm. help his players be at their peak to Mm -hmm. perform? Yeah, but you you see these players, like, I watched the game, I think Pogba was giving it everything, but yeah, it wasn't enough, and he just came off a World Cup as well. And uh, the thing is, I think the media affects Mourinho so much. I think he's he's got to the point when he got to United. When he was at Chelsea, it was Chelsea, it's a bit of a library club. But when it's United, it's times by ten. Well, let's speak. Can I just ask Paul then, Paul? Because a lot of people say it is the media, this, the media, that. They they twist things, they make, you know, stories up. As someone who sits in the media, do you see the negative side? Do you get what it's like to be on the other side of the blame? Thank you, Z. I I think, you know, there's no kind of club that attracts more attention worldwide than Manchester United. There's no escaping that fact, is that we can, you know, quite happily sit here and say that. That's a well known fact, isn't it? So. I want to write about Manchester United. People want to read about Manchester mm-hmm. United. There's no agenda against the club. I don't. I think that's a kind of a, a well-trodden kind of path that people don't really agenda. I don't. Honestly, I do not get up in the in the you know, first thing in the morning and think, right, what is what can I do to hammer Manchester United this morning? It's, it's not like that. I don't think anyone anyone does that, and I think that's just a, you know, it's it's, it's not true at all. But you know, not more people want to read about Manchester United than anyone else. If you look at like the BBC website, look at their viewing figures for United. It's just them streets ahead of anyone else. So that's why people write about them. There's no kind of agenda against them. But I, I just think, 
one you're right one kind of minor problem with united does snowball yeah quite quickly but was I think a, it, in this instance it is justified because you notice, i know it's two two games into the season one loss but you just look at the way that Mourinho is and you think that is not he's not a man who is going to be happy anytime soon is he and i just think with the whole kind of you know Woodward not being happy with him that has made this that's why i ask is it fixable because i feel like we're going to get to a point and I feel like that point could be coming soon unless we get a run of results which turns us around but I feel like we're getting to a point soon where it's going to be too far gone for Jose to go back and rescue it like with Ed Woodward with some of his players um, and I remember some of the things in, in, in his final season at Chelsea in his second spell and one of the things I particularly remember is a banner from some of the players saying Cesc Fabregas and Hazard and traitors. Costa are traitors and rats or whatever and I kind of feel that some fans are turning against some of our players in a similar way. Yet they were some of the players that went on to win the league the next season. Yeah, I think, you know, it's not... Um, he's had his differences, hasn't he, with quite, you know, big players that Woodward likes. He, you know, Pogba, Martial, Shaw. Woodward staked a lot of his reputation on signing those players. Played a, played a lot of money. I remember, remember when he signed Martial. I mean, no one really knew who he was, did they? You know, Apart from of, one game against Arsenal, Arsenal that moment. Yeah, remember you know, from. Rooney said he had to Google him, didn't he? Because he didn't know who he was. But, you know, he's, he is a fantastic player when he's playing at his best. And um, when he's got an arm around him, which... Exactly. So, you know, it's, it is... You know, the, the, that's the reason why, you know, he's fallen out with these players. And that I can see why United fans have turned on him because of that right then we're going to Dave um, I can't see where he's from at the moment um, but he's calling in regards to what he calls an appalling performance against Brighton Dave you're live on Excess Manchester what are your thoughts well the, my thoughts are it's just pathetic if I go to League 2 team really that's my thoughts I mean well, I know we all roar United I'm United till I die I've got a tattoo on my arm and everything but Ten years ago, City were nothing, and now look at them. Who do I mean, you think? Who do you that. think is responsible for that? Me personally, I think the owners. What the you, owners you blame the owners out? So you, are you for, for when you look at Mourinho, then you still see him as a long-term Manchester United manager. I think we should have had Mourinho the day Ferguson left. What he said about City there, there was nothing 10 years ago, but obviously they got their backers and the rest, history for them, but I think the big bonus point for us on Monday is that the return of Matic, give us that protection for the back, mm-hmm. for the back, back two or the back four, great, great player, you know, he was truly, me. nothing against Pereira, I think he's a great player. Uh, I'd like to see more advanced, but obviously the first two games he was playing in there. One thing what was concerning me is, is the uh, the former Matto, you know, he's just simply because Matto on his day can win a match. We yeah. can, we've seen that. You don't get player of the year two or three years on the bounce at Chelsea, get so many caps in Spain if you're not half right. I'm just a bit concerned about him, how he's not getting involved in the games. And he doesn't him? seem to have a position in the team. No. We don't play a number 10. No. And he's not see, a right mid. Seems to be shoved on the right. It's one, he'll play there, he won't moan, he'll blog about it, so he'll play there. <laughs> Hug people. You know it what I mean? Yeah. I think we're going to have to take a quick break because uh, we'll be back next. We're going to sort out the YouTube stream, hopefully. Uh, also, keep your calls coming in. Uh, give us a bell, 0345 And uh, We'll be right back after this. This is the Manchester Football Social. Full time Devils takeover. Yeah. 
and we're back again and I cannot wait for the next caller let me tell you that but before we get to our next caller let me just remind you we have got Paul Hurst from the Times in the house we have got Webby in the house and of course the new Anton Depp myself Adam McCullough and of course Joel yeah hello how are you doing so am I which one are you we're, we're sticking to this now you Anton Depp who are you I'd, I'd say more Stadler Waldorf <laughs> still don't know what all this means Stadler Waldorf I like it the two old boys used to set upstairs and heckle oh yeah I like that to. but we could be doing I'm a Celeb soon or I could be Jember and you could be Jember Jem- perfect we've absolutely yes, smashed yeah. it no Bonnie and Clyde in, no? No, 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 no. Wallace and Gromit. Phil and, Phil and Chris. Phil and, I was Phil Jones, say. Chris Morley. Right, Phil and Ben. <laughs> Bill and Ben. Oh, no. Be I was right, say. That's centre-half, to be honest. <laughs> Comment at me. Before. Uh, right, let's talk about Excess Manchester. Uh, we've got Stuart on the line. You OK, Stuart? Hello, you OK there, boys? Hi, Stuart. Who else, Stuart? All right, Scott right. Stuart, where are you from? Sorry, mate. Where are you from? Originally Govan. Okay. Scotland way, but I've, I, I was born there, but lived in Manchester a long time, and then moved back to Scotland, and then back to Manchester. Believe it or not. Right. Well, no, you've yeah. been described as absolutely seething. Is that a fair description? Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I was seething last week. I let me tell you, I was blowing my bloody stack with that on, on Sunday. I mean, I don't know what it is in Manchester United lately, but every time it comes into a match day, I feel like I'm watching some of Nightmare on Bloody Elm Street. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, seriously, you know, I mean, maybe that's not a bad idea. Maybe Hosey should just help us, Freddy Krueger. It might scare us the young into picking up his bloody runner sometime this week. <laughs> Tell him. You know, at the end of the day, for me, for me, that I've been seeing it a long time about Jose. A long time. I've never been a big fan of him and his style. And there is a certain sort of... I feel there's a brigade of Manchester United in the fan base as well. You can't go against a manager. We can't keep sacking managers. Listen, that went out of the bloody window five years ago about sacking managers. We've had a couple now since Sir Alex went. So this sacking notion, we're not a sacking club. That's gone. We are a second club now. It's the modern game. That's what happens. You get a manager in and you hope they can build something within three to five years, two years building. The third year, they've got to be hitting the big big prizes, in my opinion. Mm. You know, that's the way it works now in football. You look at the guy over the road at Manchester City and he's, he's at a sort of a year rebuilding job. His second year, he's hit the big prize. You've got to hit them soon. That's the nature of the business. You don't get 20 years now as a coach. It's Those days are gone. You've got to realise that now. You know, and you've got to hit the ground. And, you know, Hosey's had money to spend, in my opinion. He's bought those two centre-halves. Brian Clough used to always say it. You live and die by your bloody signings in football. And at the end of the day, he bought those two centre-halves. He bought them. You know, he must have, he must have had some sort of... Look at these players. So, well, I fancy him and I, I fancy this Lindelof. I fancy Bailly. I'm going for these sort of players. He, he must have done. But he seems to have this, seems to be this notion that he, he's not buying the players. Or, all right, maybe Pogba wasn't his decision. Maybe it was taken from the top. But the other players, I don't know. I think he's, a, I think he's a, identified them and gone for them. But there's a lot of problems. He's rooted at Manchester United. There's deep problems here, and that's what's concerning me. That's what's worrying me. And I think it comes from the top. There's no planning. You look at them all over the road, and they've had a plan for the last... Since they got bought out by those Arabs, their plan was to get that man, Guardiola, in charge, and they built it. It's like the old film, Feel the Dreams, Build It, and They Will Come. They built it for him, and he's come. He might only be there another two years. Who knows? But 
they've seen some great football there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've got a good pal of mine who's a City fan, and he's been through the doldrums. I used to take them, mock him all the time in the 1990s when they were getting relegated down to the third division of English football. See that time now? I take my heart up to him and say, oh, you deserve it, mate. Enjoy it. We've had our time in the 90s. Going into the millennium, we've had some great years watching Manchester United. And we're going to have to button down the hatchets here now. And we're going to have to really pull together as, as a fan base. Yeah. Whether that'll happen, I don't know. But there's, for me, at the top, the Glazers have not helped. I don't think that's good what's going on with the Glazers. Mm-hmm. And I think as a fan base, do you know we can learn a lot off as a fan base? And you're going to laugh here now. I was reading on Blackpool Football Club the other week. And they're going through an absolute disastrous time there. And their fans there are doing a proper boycott. They're boycotting the games because they want them bloody owners out. And he thinks he wants to do the same, but it won't happen because we're too big a club, too big a fan base. There's too many foreign fans who turn out on a day out and love it. It's great, Manchester United, get him. He's down to the real hardcore. I'm talking the Webbies of the world here. Webbies are hardcore Manchester United boy. He's down to fans like him to do a bloody boycott on these owners. And I know that's hard, and I know we love him and watching him, but it's the only way things get done. That's how angry I am with it, because it comes from the top of the end, and it's filtered down through the club, through every part of that club. It's filtered down through the chairman, the, the director, of the, director of football, if we had one, a manager, down into the players. Do you think you'll get to be in a boycott, Webby, sorry? Sorry, Stuart. Sorry, yeah, Stuart. No, I really thank you for the call, Stuart. A mega, I really amazing call. Yeah, he's a, he's a top man, Stuart. He's... He's, he knows what he's talking about. I won't like let you know myself. I've missed some games when I've been against the manager. Like we met outside Goodison that day. I said I'd never go back in, and then fortunately Moyes got sat the next day. Where he made his phone calls. Uh, no, he, he's a passionate like a lot of us are, Stuart. You know, and it, it hurts what you listen to him there. The man's absolutely gutted. You know, obviously it's only the second game in, but if it goes worse, do we boycott? We just boycott buying the stuff. I think it's you know I've seen people in that ground and I've I've watched them at half time with a green and gold scarf on go down and spend twenty quid at the kiosk. I said, "What are you doing?" They couldn't understand. They just thought it was part of the fashion thing. Let's wear the. Is it time to bring back the green and gold to protest? The no, thing it's for me not is... really because if you look, they've never really got. Met. The only thing I've got against the Glazers was the Ronaldo money. When Ronaldo was gone, we never used that money. Mm-hmm. But he's back the managers. They've backed the managers. It's been our most successful period in history mm. under the Glazers. I don't, li- I don't, I don't like him. <sighs> now, I, but I'm, I'm, not... I'm totally against the Glazers. Yeah, like fully. Like when you when you mention the Glazers to me and you look at the, the the ownership model at Manchester City, the amount of money they've pumped in, we've had taken out of the club. When you look at consistent record sponsorships, when you look at the fact that we went to like three Champions League finals in. In like three, four, four years, years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and we were winning leagues, we were breaking records left, right, and centre, breaking transfer records when we sold Ronaldo. We brought in Valencia, Olbertan, and Owen. And all that time, we were they were covered by the greatness and the genius of Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. We won those things in spite of the Glazers, not because of the Glazers. And I think once Fergie left, they've tried to chuck money at it to fix it so that it doesn't become a problem. But there's only so long that you can do that. And unfortunately, it's shown that they are not football people. They're never at the stadium. All they look at is their balance sheet. Course, their balance yeah. sheet's right. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And the thing for me about the boycott is, I would, 
if we were going to boycott the Glazers, the time to do it was when they took over the club. Yes. Doing it just because we haven't good, had a good summer transfer window or just because we've not won a game or we don't like the manager, it just seems a little bit yeah. naive to me. Mm. Like, if we were going to do it, you should have done it then. Now I'm a little bit of a hypocrite and I'll admit it that I'm anti-Glazer but I still put money into the pocket by buying a season ticket. Yeah. But for me, I will always be in my seat regardless of who the owner is, who the manager is, who the players are, what league we're in. And I feel like it's it's hard to, it's for some like me to disconnect from that because someone's just going to take your seat anyway. And as Stuart said, and as you've just said there, you know, a boycott is fruitless really because there's an infinite number of people waiting for a, a ticket to watch Manchester United from, you know, Manchester, London, mm. Devon, Ireland, Scandinavia, Taiwan, any you know, anyone will come. But are it gonna be to that the, the question is now in the future, are they gonna still be there to go and watch United? Are the new generation still gonna be? Is because this generation is growing up yeah. with a football that is just fast flowing attacking football. Yeah. So the new generation might not be there. Might yeah. not be there to you look, take up. You look at it, Joe, yeah. Manchester United Football Club want seven people in from China. Not seven people in from Joel's and all Clayton, because all seven people from China We'll spend two and three, four hundred quid at the shop. Those people from Clayton are not going to go nowhere near the shop. That's mm-hmm. what they want in this ground. It's not just United. It's well, not I think that's football as a whole. Yeah, what football I'm as a whole. Now is, though, I'm saying our, our, my mates now cannot afford season tickets. They'll pick and choose the matches, and they're quite lucky that they can pick and choose the but, matches. Yeah, but what I'm saying now is when they come over the, uh, the the tourists and stuff, and they've got an opportunity to have a see United or City, who are you going to go to see? There's going to be eventual time where United have to sit back and go. Even the tourists aren't coming to see us anymore. I still think they will. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the name and the brand. You know, the only time horrible that... word brand, but you know the name will still kind of mm-hmm. that will still. But you've got six one across the road and City uh, are beating Huddersfield six one, and then you come and see a drab one nil. You know, people. Might Woodward start said it. No, on. Woodward said it a long time ago, and yeah. this was a problem for me when I heard it. And the moment I heard it, I knew like we weren't going in the right direction as a club. When he said when he was talking about Liverpool and how they still have the ability to bring in deals and bring in TV money and bring in all this and they haven't won the league for Mm. so long. And when you hear the guy talking like that, you know that these like aren't in it to win titles. Mm, That was was an awful moment. I remember listening to that and thinking that is the worst thing I've heard anyone say about football in a long time. You know, results don't matter. We'll still bring in this money. What a horrible, what Mm. a bad message that to send... And until the results affect their finances. I went to United with all these kind of sponsorship announcements. I went to one last year with Tag Heuer. The chief exec said, he was giving a big speech about, you know, this magnificent relationship, obviously paid through the nose to get it. Other watches are available. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Cheaper ones as well. Um, And he said, he said, uh, Manchester United is not a football club. Manchester United is a brand. And a part of my soul kind of died then. I just thought, really? Is it it come to this? But, you know, people still come. People still come from all over. And I think the will, because that, you know, that brand is so kind of strong. And Manchester United know. are kind of like, if I went to Chicago, I might go to a Chicago Bulls game, but I don't know who their players are or yeah. where they are in the table or anything. And I think United kind of represent a couple that of years to ago, some people. Sorry, a couple of years ago when United were due to play City in Beijing, you know, when it got called yeah, off. The bird's nest. Yeah, I, I walked around the stadium before kick-off and honestly, I, I saw, you know, that's, that stadium holds 80,000 people. And I saw, walking around the stadium, I saw two City shirts, two blue City shirts, <coughs> everything else Man United. Mm-hmm. And you go to America and you get you jump in a cab and you say, oh, I'm going to watch a soccer match. Who's playing? Is it Man United? 
That's the mm. Easter, that's how strong that mm-hmm. that kind of. There's a video is. on on full time devils as well from when we went to America a few years ago, and we ask people genuinely, "Do you know who Manchester City are?" And they're like, "Who? United?" Yeah. Like they genuinely yeah. don't know. Anyway, we're going to line one. That George Weir said that, didn't he? <laughs> and Rubinho when he was stood in the press conference. Um, we're going to Cam, who who doesn't think um, Jose can turn it round by the looks of his comments. Cam, sorry to keep you on hold. All right, lads, how you doing? Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. Cam. And if anyone wants to boycott their tickets, I'll be waiting for my season ticket anyway, because I've been on the list for time now. There you go. But anyway, as I say, do you lot think realistically that Mourinho can turn it around, knowing that he's never changed his style of play and how stuck in his ways that he is? Do you think he can turn it around? Because that was scary on Sunday, because the players, they don't seem to be interested, and they don't even really seem to know what they're doing, to be honest. Uh, in a word... I hope he can, but I don't think he can. And I'll pass it on to the boys to answer your question, Cam. I agree. I, I, I think it'll take something like Matic, someone like Matic, or maybe De Gea. I know he's not, he's not as kind of vocal, but to really get a, get a grip of the, the squad and say, look, you know, we need to, you know, we need to sort this out basically. Because at the moment, you know, you look at Mourinho; he's so kind of dispirited with the, the whole thing he's trying to create this siege mentality isn't it really based on oh, the media's against us you're against us you're against us he, he wants a reaction from his players but unless it Matic or someone someone real kind of leadership in that group says come on we, we've got to respond for the manager then I, I don't see it improving I don't really feel, obviously what you're saying about those two players there and obviously it might take someone like Michael Carrick who understands the club Obviously, Rooney was a, was a mouth when he was there. wasn't playing as good as we know we could, but sure he used to cheer him up when when times were down. But do these foreigners really care about Manchester United? You know, I don't mean that in a bad way. Did they really to the heart like the likes of Michael Carrick and the likes of the Class United too when they were there? When because they had the bad times as well. I think it's um, a little bit of an education though. And to me, Sir Alex Ferguson was always someone that would, hey Bobby, come here, give these boys a chat. Yeah. Hey, you come here, have a word with them. I don't Go on the museum. I don't think that Jose doesn't no, care I don't, about I, that. I won't even say, I think it was the two previous managers before that as well. Jose tries to make us forget about our history rather than embrace it. And I, that stuck out to me when the Sevilla game yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer Cam's question. Uh, I just think that I don't think, I think he's in too deep now at the minute. Uh, people saying that it's only two games in, but the, the idea is not, it's two seasons in, isn't it? Too deep, he wants to get in the canal. Yeah, no, <laughs> he fought last time was and, down there. And unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, no, I just feel like this season might be a bit too much for him until January, until we could, he could get extra resources in. I just think that's a long period of time. A week's but, a long period of time. And is he going to get those resources? Exactly. Cam, I don't what do you think, knows. by the way? Because, you know, it's obviously I ring in every week. I don't like him. I don't like doing that, yeah? But, like, realistically now, like, the amount of people that have been on block, which you have to support the manager, but now they're slowly starting to think, oh, well, is he really? Because the play, it just looks like, if you look at Pogba at that game and then you look at him in the World Cup, it's just black and white day and night. It's just completely, I'm not saying they're not arsed, but, like, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just scary, man. Like, the other thing I was going to say is, like, so I'm going to go now, but you know that Guardiola documentary when they're all coming out saying he's the business? What did he say that was disrespectful? They said it's attacking fast uh, possession football against Park the Bus, and that is exactly what we are. It's a horrible thing to say, but it's true. 
I just can't see him turning it around. I just think, like, if we've got someone fresh in there, like, just say, for example, Sedan, can you imagine how Pompa and Martial would rise up for someone like that? What do you think, like you Thank you very much for your, your call, Cam. Dan, and you thank made you a little, little groan there. No, no, he's... Don't get me wrong, I think the European Cups is one has been great, which papered over the big crack, how far he was behind Barcelona, you know. He's coming to a great squad. Our squad isn't that great. You know, Zidane would... Well, he might be that bit of fresh air what United need, but surely someone with a bit of... Maybe someone younger than an older head with him, you know. You know, for me, Zidane, you can't really... I can't really judge what kind of a manager he is because of the way his league form wasn't as good as Champions League. But the one thing for me is... Every manager we've had since Sir Alex has had a negative outlook on football in terms of they respect the opponents more than they make mm. the opponents respect us. And I think like a change in attitude yeah. would certainly go on the fan base. One thing I have to say though, before we move on with this show, that this is the fan phoning, the full-time Devils fan phoning on XS Manchester. And I notice we haven't had many calls so far and we've kept a few on hold for a while. So we're going to be going through some calls very, very quickly. In the next 20 minutes, we're going to be trying to get through as many as possible. Yeah. We have got Paul Hurst in here from the Times. We have got Webby. We have got Joe yes, and myself. And Joe, can... tell him how to call in. Right, you want to call in 0345-117625. Come and have your say on the Manchester Football Social. The full-time Devils takeover. We'll be back right after this. This is the Manchester Football Social. Full-time Devils takeover. Yeah. We're back for the final 15 minutes on a full-time Devils fan phone in here on XS Manchester. We have got Paul Webby, Joe and myself, Adam McCullough, in the house as well. How you doing? I think it's been an interesting show. Uh, it's quite therapeutic on a time like this. My caller of the day has been Scottish Stewart. Scottish Stewart was mega. Uh, I just, uh, I think you've got to get everything out, your anger out here. Uh, and let this, yeah, let this place be your six or seven where you just let out your emotions and then obviously go back to being positive, won't we? Stuart reminds me of my parents. Like, okay. he wasn't angry, he was just disappointed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly, and he's you, you know. You like, don't know about you that. Want, you want to listen to him when he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should give him a call back just to make sure he's all, yeah, yeah, he, he, he was, he was quite he was those are the voices of Paul Hurst and Webby, by the way, um, who have joined us on the fan phone in today. And we're going to be going to some calls very, very soon. Um, George, you want to tell them how to call in? Yeah, give us a call 0345 117625. We had a guy on hold for a bit, so we dropped off. But give us a call back. Uh, his name was Sam. We'll try and get you on in the next 10 minutes, as well as speaking about, obviously, the build-up to, to United's next game. We'll be getting some Tottenham predictions, um, as well as talking about the Woodwood plain banner as well which is where I want to go to next mm -hmm. um, because we hear there's a there's a plain banner um, apparently booked for the Burnley game um, I don't know how true this is or where it's come from or whatever but yep. what do you guys make of it it is apparently going to say Ed Woodward out Love United hate Glazers which kind of goes back to what we were discussing earlier of yeah, the boycott yeah. um, does it make sense no waste of money you know you know he's We've seen the stupid banners <clears throat> going over before. Just absolutely, if people want to start getting involved with playing, go and support another club. You know, that's not United. We can become more and more like Arsenal. Let me play devil's advocate here. Yeah, go on. I remember when I criticised a lot of people over the Moyes banner. Yeah. Um, and those people said to me that if we bring in a plain banner, sorry, if we, not a plain banner, if we bring in a banner to Old Trafford and it's got something anti-Glazer or something anti-this, we can't bring it in, so therefore we can't voice our opinion. Yeah. 
It's quite Tim Pot though, isn't it? I think he's not befitting of a club like Man United. Yeah. And plus, there's no... Like, you know, they, they won't head out. That's not going to... He's not going to get it. The Glazers aren't going to sack him, are For this plenty, because he's, you know, he's golden boy. They will never, never get rid of him because he helped the takeover, became their friend. He's bringing in half a billion pounds in revenue every year. So the, the one person who is untouchable at Man United is Ed Woodward. So, so it's up to Ed Woodward to leave. He's basically how we're looking at this. Ed Woodward goes when he wants, really. Yeah, I think so. So <laughs> ultimately, we need to then appoint a manager who can fit in to this structure, which is a weird one. Because it's Ed Woodward who's not a football direct, man. Di- director of football. Does it, would, it, would a director of football work with Jose Mourinho? No, I'm not saying with him, because by the time this all comes around, <laughs> there's a very good <laughs> chance that the manager might not be here, you know. I think it's a way forward. I think if you, you want someone to di- identify players, you know, someone mm-hmm. who's been in the game, played the game at the highest level, you know, it's around other big clubs in Europe. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, they're, they're squabbling the manager. Jose might not like it, but like you're saying, he might not be there. Start next scene. I think it's a great idea. But going on about the plane, can you imagine on the second lap of Old Trafford, it'll be up there with sponsorship on the wing. You know, <laughs> more, more money brought into How the club. Play. You know, yeah. this wing is sponsored by Webby's. Aeroflowers. Some madness going on. First of all, I just want to apologise because we had Sam on hold. He was trying to get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's had to nip off because he had to go to work. So if he's late for work, sorry, Sam. Sam, employers, sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam. Apologies <laughs> if you're getting sacked in the morning, Sam. Um, <laughs> you might not be the only one. The worker, the owner might get a banner just to circle around his uh, <laughs> Sam out. Saying Sam out. Yeah. You never know. You just never know. Uh, make sure you get your phone calls in. We've got seven minutes left of the show. Um, We'll be adding more chat to the podcast yeah. as well, which you can check check out after. How did they check that out? As you go on Full Time Devils, I'm sure if you search that, the podcast will be up on iTunes and uh, Acast, definitely for the Manchester Football Social, but we'll let you know where the uh, additional content will end up. Right then. Mina Royola versus Paul Scholes kicked off this week royally as well. Um, what have you made of Mina Royola versus Scholes? Now, me, I saw a lot of people take the tweets out of context. Mm-hmm. And they kind of thought that it meant Paul Pogba was off. What did you guys make of it? I just think it it did. I mean, the fact we were saying off earlier, the fact that he tagged Paul Pogba in these two tweets. Don't even follow him, does he? Don't even follow his best... best, (laughs) For me, that that was almost like an endorsement. Pogba's not come out and said, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's on about. He's not kind of... He's not said, oh, my agent's not acting on... He, those words aren't representative of my feelings. So I, I just think Raiola is just proving to be a massive pain in the backside for Man United at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mourinho doesn't like dealing with him. He's losing his influence at Club Raiola, so he's trying to get an ex-PD. He's lost Megatarian, Ibrahimovic, uh, Lukaku signed another deal with another commercial partner, even though he still works with Raiola. But he's losing his influence and he's just trying to get another, another payday. And if you were... United, you would think, do you not owe any kind of loyalty to this football club? We paid you forty-one million pounds when you when as part of the Pogba deal. Is that not enough to buy a bit of loyalty from you? We've we signed Romero's on his books as well, so they got him. You know, he would have got an agent's fee from that. So if you're looking at if you're Mourinho, thinking, God, why, why are we dealing with this guy? And it was put to me. Someone told me at the club that he, Ed got into he did a deal with the devil when he signed. Uh, when he when he's met Raiola, he made a point of meeting Raiola when he took over to get to know him, and he you know did a deal with the devil in signing all these players, however good they are. You know, 
that was kind of a ticking time on ready to yeah. go off because he's bad news. Fergie, Fergie said, didn't he? Yeah, you know, oil yeah. and water, God. So, but Fergie could put a lid on it, but um, but Woodward can't put a lid on it. That's the thing that we had Fergie back in the day, who was Mourinho and Woodward kind of rolled into one and managed all that, and now we've got like Mourinho who's dealing with the team, Woodward who's doing everything else, and in a lot of areas is out of his depth. It was out of his depth with his comments about Paul Scholes. What an absolute clown, you know. <laughs> the way he had to go at Scholes, what a player. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm looking to be his friend, you know, and he's... he's a oh, great... friend! Well, there you go. Oh, friend! But he's a, he's a great player and probably one of the greatest midfield players ever to play in the Premier. And he's slagging him off. Hmm. Some overweight gentleman who's never kicked a ball in his life is hey. slagging him off. Hey, you know what I mean? You know, I'm so he's, he's out of order, you know what I mean? And Paul's come back with a comment about the fruit tree, which I thought was quite funny, but like you're saying, he's making noise because everyone's falling out with him. He's losing players left, right and centre, so he's not making money. You know, the best thing Paul could do is get rid of him. What do you think Paul does when he reads that tweet, when Paul Pogba does when he reads that? Does he know he's going to tweet that? Does he Does he speak to him before? To me, though, yeah. It's awkward, though. I, it, I know Paul Scholes is a Manchester United legend. I love him. Yeah. I'd have Scholes' his babies tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But Rayola is only defending his client against a BT Sport employee. Yeah. He's not defending his client against a Manchester United employee because Scorsi doesn't work for United. But then he goes on after that and actually openly talks about the possibility of Pogba leaving Manchester United. But was that and not that, to criticise his intelligence? I, th- I think that was... I, th- I think you don't do that. You don't stick that out there unless... You, know, you just don't do it. It's not, mm. not, not, not the way to act, is it? No. I mean, you, you, imagine, you, can't imagine, like, you can't imagine anyone else doing that, can you, really? Mm. All other than kind of... He's stirring the pot, isn't he? Look, you know, there's a week left at you know, the transfer window. He knows that Barcelona want him. Juventus had mm. you know, taken him back. So, I just... Yeah, Pogba might not have known about it, but... He definitely did once he added him. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, he both in the tweet, so... Funny, you know, he, he His mentions must have been a mess that day. Oh, well, God, yeah, I must have turned him off. Um, like mine on this, after the show, probably. But, um, yeah, I just, I just don't... It's like Yaya Touré and his agent, you know, he's, he's, he pops up he pops every couple of months. He got a bit boring, didn't it, after a bit, you know, the first time, and then the cake issue and all that. But look at where I'm he is now, Yaya. He's where is he? No one. Well, he's just a free agent. Mate, I wouldn't mind. Would you have a bit of Yaya Torre? No. I mean, no. Oh, oh, man, right. You're, like, you're <laughs> saying, look where Yaya is now. Yeah, he's probably counting yeah, his money no, somewhere on a beach. Money. And then I thought you said you'd have him in your No, 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 already got. We've already got a couple of midfielders that don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we want more <laughs> of this? We couldn't have any more. Right, we've got about two and a half minutes left, so what do you want to get in in this bit? Well, we're going to... We'll give our thoughts on the Tottenham game on the podcast, yeah? Okay. So that's something for you guys to come back to the podcast to. But, just, can we get one more call? We could try and get one more call. Can we get a call of positivity before we go to Webby's final word? That's what I wanted to do, is if if there's any positive stuff, Paul, that you can bring to the table. (laughs) Have we got another commercial deal lined up, Paul? (laughs) (laughs) Who was the shining light for you, maybe? Who's going to be, you know, a glimpse of hope this season, possibly? I quite, I know he had had an awful game on Sunday, but I quite like the look of Fred. I, I think he's he's a very nimble, very kind of dynamic midfielder. He's quite he's got quite a strong core. You look at it's similar to a player like Aguero, who's short, but he's you know he's stacked and he, people kind of bounce off him. I just think he provides a lot of energy. He's quite sensible in what he does. He doesn't try the Hollywood balls that that Paul Pogba was trying on Sunday. He just he does keep it simple. There's a lot of energy there. I think he's tailor made to the Premier uh, for the Premier League. Um, other than that. 
You're struggling really, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you did not help you, Paul. Paul, thank you for joining us on the show today. You've been absolute legend. We do appreciate you coming on. And before we go to Webby's final word, because we're nearly into the last minute of the show, we've got about 10 seconds to that. Can I just say, make sure you are subscribing to youtube.com slash full-time devils um, as well, because we'll obviously have all the coverage of the game over the weekend, including fan cams and stuff as well. Dramatic season and we're two games in. You got a long season ahead of you, Paul. You're gonna be knocking by <laughs> the end of it. Not yeah. just Paul about us as well. Yeah, Webby gonna get you some armbands when we for that canal that you're getting <laughs> gonna get in. Right then, Webby. Um you've got forty five seconds for Webby's final word. We've still got to get you a, a theme tune, which will be coming yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, true. Right, obviously we spoke about it wasn't great at Bright, you know, we're disappointed, the lads who went down and the people who watched on the telly, but we've got to be positive for Monday night. Let's get in that ground. Let's be loud and proud. I thought the atmosphere against Leicester was a lot better. Big game against Tottenham, who have, who have started off very well. But let's all back the boys 100% and the fans us to get a victory like we have done for the last two years. Because before that, Spurs had started getting a decent record at Old Trafford. But we've done them last two years and let's make it a, a trio. But be loud and proud. Thank you very much for listening to the full-time Devils fan phoning on XS Manchester. And remember, it's only Tottenham. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.